This is Dr. VID bringing you a perspective on Christ the King. Father, we want to thank and bless you for this day that you've given us. We thank you for our lives, for our health, for our strength. And as we gather in your name, we pray that your presence be with us to give us understanding, strength, to teach us, and to build us up. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, we talked about the principle of access and the abundant life. And we also understood from the week before that God wanted us to walk in paths of righteousness. And so we read the psalmist talking about open to us the gates of righteousness, which is the gates of the Lord, the righteous entering. Today I want to talk to you about another very important principle, and that's the principles of choice and trajectory. The principle of choice and trajectory. And we'll start off from the Old Testament in the book of Deuteronomy from the 11th to the 21st, 20th verse. And it reads, For this commandment which I command you today is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say who would go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. See, I have said before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if, you, if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days. And that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. Amen. So this is about the moment of Israel about to cross the Jordan into the promised land. And God has given them a choice. 
a choice between life and good, death and evil, blessing and cursing. And God is encouraging them to choose life. And I want to put that in perspective. If you go into a phone shop to get a plan or to get a phone, to get a service, there are different plans that they'll present to you. And whatever plan you choose comes with a package. So basically, you're fixing which direction you're going by the choice you make. And so God says, I place before you life and good, death and evil. But I encourage you to choose life because that's the direction I want you to go. And when we talk about life, I want to put two things in perspective. In the beginning of time when God created, this is what the Bible says in the book of Genesis, the second chapter and the seventh verse. It says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. So that's the sustaining breath of God, and that's life that God puts into every living soul. That's not a choice God is asking. That's already been given. Last week, we saw in John, God, Jesus said, I am the door. Whoever comes through me will be saved. He will go in and out and find pasture. And we said that corresponds to the abundant life that a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that he might have life and have it more abundantly. And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So Jesus is the doorway to that abundant life. And so the life we're talking about as presented to the people of Israel before they moved into the promised land is twofold. One that's already been given and the life abundant that Christ explained that we should choose as a doorway too. Both of them stand true in this context. When they're presented with this choice, And it said, choose life. It is both choose life to live and choose life to enjoy. Both together. Because God sustains the breath of life in man. And if we don't walk in the ways of God, God can call out that breath. And we cease to be living souls. In the same way, that God gives us access to the abundant life through the doorway. As the psalmist says, open to us the gates of righteousness. And Jesus says, I am the door. And so the Bible says that I encourage you to choose. And this is what God says to them. He said, I see, I said before you today, life and good, death and evil, in that. I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, 
and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. Verse 17, but if you turn, if you turn your hearts away so that you do not hear and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall perish, you shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life, that both you and your descendants may live. So God presents a choice, and each choice sets a trajectory. And we understand that it's not just a single point, it's generational. So the pathway that you choose sets the direction for generations to come. Whether you want to live according to the words of God, or whether you want to perish according to the words of God. And God encourages us to choose life. Because that's what he wants to give. He's already given us a sustained breath. Whether we believe in God or not, that's a fact. When God created out of the dust of the ground, there was no life in man. But God breathed into man the breath of life. And man became a living soul. I remember a trip to New York to a funeral. I took my children there to show them a person that we knew. They knew him when he was alive, full of life, vibrant. And they also saw him when he was dead, lying lifeless. And I asked them what the difference was and explained that the breath of life was no longer in him because God sustains by his breath. So that's one part. And then there's the part of the abundance of living, the right to live, as we've talked about. So we ch God says, choose this day which direction you want to go. And to live is to enter the gates that God opens to come through the doorway, as Jesus says, by being obedient to the statutes of God. By loving God with all your heart. By walking in his ways. According to the scriptures. And so we're encouraged to choose life. And why is that important? Because the choices that we make set a trajectory for us. As I demonstrated in that phone shop example. That whichever plan you go with, that sets what service you have. It's a package. So the choice you make sets your trajectory. And if we may read from the prophet Jeremiah in the 17th chapter, when God was dealing with the nation of Israel, when they sinned against him, 
from the fifth verse, it says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. In a salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. And whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. Which spreads out its roots by the river. And will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will be green. And will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So we see two different pictures here. And each choice sets a trajectory or a pathway. Is it a curse is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength? This is the group or the choice that says. I want to depend on myself. I don't need God. I have my own strength. I can do my own things. I can make my own decisions without consideration for God's word or God's pathway. And the Bible says that that choice comes with a curse. Because that person's heart departs from the Lord. And the Bible makes us see that that choice is likened to a shrub in the desert. That's the end result. And shall not see good when it comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness. However, the one that trusts in the Lord, that makes God his strength, whose hope is the Lord, that is blessed. For he shall be like a planted tree by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So each pathway or each trajectory is set by the choice made. And that's the package. I don't have to give a prophecy. I don't have to give a word of knowledge. I don't have to prophesy. The choice that's made comes with a package. And that's not prophetic. That's black and white instructions from God. And God says, choose which direction you want to go. Choose which trajectory you want to be on. And to put a few more things in perspective, I want to go to the book of Deuteronomy. And in Deuteronomy, the 27th chapter, reading from the 14th verse. And the Levites shall speak with a loud voice and say to all the men of Israel, Cursed is the one who makes a carved or molded image 
an abomination to the law, the work of the hands of the craftsman, and set it up in secret, and all the people shall answer and say, Amen. 16. Cursed is the one who treats his father or his mother with contempt, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed is the one who moves his neighbor's landmark. Cursed is the one who makes the blind to wander off the road. Cursed is the one who perverts the justice due the stranger and the fatherless and the widow. Cursed is the one who lies with his father's wife because he uncovered his father's bed. Cursed is the one who lies with any kind of animal. Cursed is the one who lies with the sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother. Cursed is the one who lies with his mother's in-law. Cursed is the one who attacks his neighbor secretly. Cursed is the one who takes a bribe to slay an innocent person. And then we go to chapter 28. Is that now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall you be in the fruit of your body, the produce of the ground, and the increase of your heads, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flock. So we see, and it goes on and on, the choice drives the direction and the package that comes with it. Those that if you delight in the Lord and carefully obey his commandments and walk in his pathway, the Bible says these blessings shall follow you. However, if you disobey and begin to act in certain ways, the choices that you make come with a curse. So it's important, as we saw from Joshua 1 the other time, that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night to be sure to do according to all that's written in it. Then you shall make your way prosperous. So in doing so, we discover the instructions, the desires, the delights of God. And that brings us to the gates of righteousness so we can enter in. Or if we go to John, that brings us to Christ the door so we can come in, be saved, have the liberty to go in and out and find pasture. We set on a pathway of righteousness. And that's very important. Because the choice that we make sets the trajectory and the package that comes with it. And so, for example, in the community of nations, when one nation gets up and attacks another nation, the rest of the community begins to act in ways that makes it uncomfortable for that other nation. 
So that's a choice they made, and that came with a package. And I remember, for example, when the president of Ghana on 6th of March, 1957, declared the independence of that nation, in essence, what he was saying is we set a trajectory of freedom for ourselves, freedom to govern ourselves, freedom to live our lives, freedom to go the direction we desire. That was a choice, and that set the trajectory. And so it's important, the choice that we make. And when the people of Israel stood at the verge of crossing the Jordan, the same choice that they had are relevant to us today. And God says, I set before you life and good, death and evil, but I encourage you to choose life. Because that's the will of God, to walk in life. And we've talked about the liberty to live, because that's God's will. And so anybody that violates that principle, that protocol, comes under God's wrath. So you don't go violating people's liberty to live. Because with that, you go that way with a package. And that's the wrath of God. So what do we choose? It's important that we come into the fold that gives us life. And the characteristics that we demonstrate also shows who we are and what pathway we walk on. In the 8th chapter of John, in the 47th verse, Jesus makes a very interesting pronouncement to the Pharisees and the people of Israel and the Jews as he spoke with them. And he said that he who is of God hears God's words. Therefore you do not hear because you are not of God. So what's Christ saying? The same thing he's talked about the shepherd. That the sheep hear his voice and follow him. And the Pharisees came and disagreeing with him with everything he was doing. And they even tried to kill him. And so if we read from the 37th verse, or we go back to 34, Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my words has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you're Abraham's children, you will do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me on a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. 
Then they said to him, we were, born of, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth. You do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's word. Therefore you do not hear because you are not of God. And Jesus says the sheep hears the voice of the shepherd and they follow him. And God calls us to make a decision for life. And if we are of God, we hear God's voice. We hear his word. He brings us to the gates of righteousness. He brings us salvation. He gives us access so we can go in and out and find pasture. But we need to heed that voice and we need to make a choice which direction we want to go. And God encourages us to choose life. So we'll be consistent with what his will is. We'll walk in his pathway. Our characteristics will be consistent with the fold of God. In the righteous ways of God. Our desires, our will, our choices will be consistent with the desires of God. As God brings us to that point of decision and will enter in into the gates, we'll have life. And he said, and your descendants after you. So the choices we make are not just for us now in this moment. We set in a trajectory for years to come. We choose in a direction for years to come. Not just us, our children. And our children's children will be walking in the direction that we set. And so God encourages us to choose life. Because every choice we make sets our pathway. And that choice has a package with it. So whether we choose blessings, life, curses, or death. That's the choice we make. And that has a package with it. And that sets a trajectory for it. So it's important we understand the choices that we make. I remember President Zelensky saying, don't put my portrait in your offices. Put those of your children. And when you make decisions, you look at them. It means consider the trajectory you want to set. Consider the choice you want to make. Consider the direction you want to go as you make these decisions. 
because they affect generations to come. Your children, your children's children. And in the same way, the choice to attack somebody or the choice to do something bad to another person that comes with a package. It comes with a price to pay. And so it's important we consider these things as we make decisions. In many places, there's what we call the stand your ground law. In that when you feel threatened, you can use any means to defend yourself. And so, for example, when you're breaking into somebody's house, you should have in mind that that may be the last time you remain as you are. Because you don't know what's meeting you when you break into another person's house. They may use force to defend themselves. And that's a principle. It's a choice. And it comes with a package. So you don't go about breaking into people's homes. In the same way, you don't go about invading people's countries. It comes with a choice. And a price. And a package. And it sets a trajectory. But God encourages us to choose life. And life abundant. As he gives us access. To the abundant life. And he gives us instructions. To live. To choose to live. Because that's a divinely given right. The right to live. And so when somebody takes away that right. They are violating a God given right. And it comes. With the wrath of God. It's a package with a choice. But God encourages us to choose life. And to choose life abundant. Let's pray. Father, we thank and we bless you that you're good to us. That you never cease to instruct us and to show us the right way to go. We thank you for your words. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that you're true. And as you've enlightened us, we pray that your word will continue to build and guide our choices and lead us in paths of righteousness. Bless the work of our hands, we pray. We pray for ourselves. We pray for our families, our homes. We pray for our neighbors, our neighborhoods, our cities, our states, our nations, and the rest of our world. That your grace be upon us, that you lead us into choices of life and a pathway of righteousness that will set directions. Thou will be fruitful, thou will be blessed, thou will be abundant of life for generations to come. We thank you, O God, that you're faithful to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, 
be with us now and forevermore. Amen. This is Dr. VID bringing you a perspective on Christ the King.